Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. Check out the two, uh, YouTube live line and I can respond to you if you have questions and comments. Good morning, everybody here again. Morning. Hi, y'all. And so, Ermius, come here, stand there for me. I want to ask you something. Everybody know Ermius? Look at him. You called out or something? <laughs> it feels like you're about to be called out. Kind of. So, Ermius has a 60-year-old son who plays football, he wrestles, he's really into sports. And so, apparently, over the weekend, he and Ermius were wrestling, and Ermius tapped out. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't tap out? No. You didn't tap? No. Oh, he said you tapped. (laughs) He didn't tap yet? Uh, No. Go to the mic, dear. Did he tap? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he said he had Ermis in like a, a bear hug, right? It was squeezing the life out of him. And Ermis like, <laughs> I tap. That's not true? Not true. Uh, and so what did you do? Oh, he just wrestled. Uh, <laughs> he getting stronger, though, that's for sure. And you didn't tap? No. Oh, man, I was calling you all kinds of names. I would never tap. I would never tap. Yes, uh, Jeremiah, did he tap? Yeah. And why he denied it now? Embarrassed. Oh. <laughs> I don't blame you, Hermes. Um, so to, tomorrow is Memorial Day, and I'm trying to figure out exactly what it is. And so what it is about the fallen soldiers, right? And so I do want you to remember them tomorrow, you know, be grateful and thankful because over the years, I've interviewed a lot of them, those who have gone and come back, and they have post-traumatic stress disorder. They lose limbs, and, and they end in divorces and all kinds of stuff. And I had no idea what military men and women went through prior to, you know, when I started to counsel with them and interview them. They really made a major sacrifice for us. It's just really... To give you a life like that, there's a guy I see on, um, see on a Fox News a lot. He lost both limbs, both legs at least. And so when I really think about what these people go through for us, I don't know how anyone cannot be grateful for that, to make that kind of sacrifice. I wouldn't go to the military. In, the, in my younger days, I would have. I wanted to go because in those days, we were taught to go. We grew up knowing to be grateful but I wasn't. I tried to sign up, but they didn't take me. But we really should be grateful. And tomorrow, when you start eating your ribs and your tacos, I didn't mean to po- point at you <laughs> when I said tacos. You're Mexican, right? No, American. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said no. He's an American. We had this long discussion last week about the difference between a Mexican and a Hispanic. Remember that. Can you clear us up? Is there a difference between the two? Between a Mexican and a Hispanic? Uh-huh. Did you see it? Did you watch it last Sunday? Yeah, but I don't recall where. Oh, do you, uh, are you Hispanic? See, Hispanic I don't see as, uh, as like a 
type of, uh, how can I say it, race or... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, it's just a made-up name, huh? Yeah, exactly. I see more I like... I thought so. You have that culture, back, cultural background, but you don't have a Hispanic I, blood. Yeah. I had heard before that the word Hispanic was a made-up word. It didn't apply to anyone. That's because they don't want to be called Mexicans, right? Yeah, right. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? So thank you for clearing it up. I appreciate it. Um, so any questions or comments or anything? Oh, yeah, let me tell you this. Some of you know I had a birthday last Tuesday. Isn't that amazing? And, um, and do you know who know how old I turned? Oh, you know all that, right? You forget to pray, but you remember my age. <laughs> how old did I turn, Jeremiah? 69. No, not your mother, me. You. <laughs> 69 years old. When I hear that number, those numbers, it doesn't feel real to me. Because when you think of 69, you know, you're retired, you're walking over, you, you know, you're kind of out of it. But I'm anything but that. I could beat up anyone in this room right now. And you won't hear me tapping out. <laughs> And, and so I'm real grateful about that. You should see me at the gym. We have these boxes that you have to jump on. I, I do uh, four sets of 15 on that. And people are like, whoa. But, uh, and I know it has a lot to do with not only the grace or mercy of God. I don't have any anger, so I don't feel weighed down at all. You know, I don't feel a certain age. I don't feel weighed down. So if I can encourage you at all, I encourage you to get rid of the anger because I think that's what messes up the body. It brings on cancer, depression, loneliness, all kind of stuff. So if you really want to be free, you got to let the anger go. I think that's what it is because I feel at peace. And if anybody want a hand thing, I'm ready. <laughs> but I think that's what it is. But also thank all of you everywhere. I got, you know, Birthday wishes from around the world. And I don't take that for granted at all. So thank you for that. Cars and all kind of stuff. So I really do appreciate it. Um, any questions or anything? Anybody dealing with something or anything I need to clear up? Wow. <laughs> Did anybody have a life this past week? No, nobody had a life. What did you do? Thank you, sir. And what happened? How was your week? Any challenges or anything? My I'm glad to see you, by the way. Likewise. Both of you. Uh, my, my week was very interesting. Uh, the reason why I volunteered to talk was because uh, my dad, and I'm going to quote him here, I hate that Jesse guy. Oh, I want to <laughs> punch him in his face or something like wow. that. Wow. Yeah, Tell him I'm like 69, that. but I'm ready. How old <laughs> is your father? <laughs> my dad, he just turned 48. Wow. A day after you. Really? Yeah. Well, tell him I said happy birthday. Oh, I will. <laughs> and why does he want to punch me? Because I told him um, that uh, school makes you dumb. Yeah. And he's like, where did you come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> so I said, and he said, Jesse told me. The man, Jesse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. He's told me a bunch of things. He, uh, he was asking me, well, who do you think is perfect? You know, because I was playing to him. How people can be perfect. Yes. And I kept thinking, and I was like, oh, Jesse. 
you know? Oh, oh man. And man, he was like walking away and he was like, all right, well, go ask Jesse how to fix that car. And then like he just walked away and left me Being there. Being perfect doesn't mean you know how to work up, fix a car. That's, I mean, I'm not a mechanic. Yeah, that, that, was, <laughs> that was pretty childish. You know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, did you start your business? Are you working this? Uh, what are you I'm, doing? I'm working with my father in, in his oh, business. Yeah, okay. he's a mechanic. Right on. So you work on cars? Yeah, exactly. Do you work on Prius? Prius? What, what, what kind of car you got? Prius. Prius. You know how to fix those? Uh, certain things. Certain things have they have to get fixed at a dealership just right. because there's certain tools that need to get used. Yeah. But well, yeah. cool. But tell your daddy I love him. And tell me overcome that anger. He wouldn't feel that way. Yeah, he's, he's really not like understanding what perfect peace means. He doesn't yeah. think that exists. So. Right. A lot of Christians don't believe it exists. I realize a lot of Christians don't really believe in God. They believe about him. And it's so weird because I, I can't understand. So you're in a fallen state in hell, meaning that you're lonely, you're depressed, you got all this stuff going on, right? And someone comes along with your parents and say, well, there's a God that you can go to and all will be well. And you're like, okay, that's all good. And, you, and, they, and then they, you ask, well, how do I get to this guy? And they say, well, just apologize for being wrong. Repent, right? And so you repent, and then supposedly through, through repentance, you go to this guy, right? But then when you get to this guy, you still got the same problem. Nothing changed. And instead of recognizing nothing changed, they start making up excuses. Well, no one is perfect. And it's going to happen when you get to heaven. Um... All kinds of stuff, right? And I'm thinking, why would I want to switch one bad God for another bad God? That, that's not logical. I'd rather just stay with the one that's giving me hell rather than go to a new one that is going to give me hell. The new God is supposed to make me free. But Christians don't seem to understand that. And if I'm going to this new God and I'm not free, I would be thinking, maybe what's wrong? Is it me or is this the new God? But they don't question things. Have you noticed that? If you're really, really born again of God, then you, be, you overcome the old way and the new way begins. You start this new life back over again because you used to have it as a kid. So you start it again. Now you have peace. Now you don't have to worry. You just simply live your life. You become a human being and just live your life. And that's how you know you're back at home with the real God. But Christians don't realize that for some weird reason. Isn't that odd? And they don't question it at all. It's mind-blowing. But uh, you have peace? Yeah. How's the thing with you and your, is it your fiancé or girlfriend? Girlfriend. How's the things with you guys? Pretty great. Oh, good. So you're like in charge and all that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is he in charge? Yes. Oh, good. She said yes. <laughs> That's good, man. Being uh, supposed to be in charge. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't be afraid of that. Yes. We were, we were talking about that this morning, saying, like, like, like women don't want to be treated the same as men. Like, like and, and the wife should be treated differently than than the husband, you know, and she was totally understanding of that. Yeah. Like, there's like roles and we need to, we need to follow it to make things right. And it's, like, that's right. It's really neat to see like, absolutely the opposite sex understand that. I think she's like the only person that I know that thinks that way. Yeah. Most oh, women don't think yeah. that way. 
It's unfortunate, but they don't. Even if, you would think that the Christian women would have a different mindset than the worldly women. But they have the same mindset. Not all, but most have the same mindset. And it's crazy. If you're a child of God, you don't have the same mindset as a child of Satan. But they don't understand that. Well, good for you. When a man finds a good wife, he's blessed. And believe me, you're, are you a millennial or Z? Uh, millennial, I believe. Yeah, for you to find a good one in millennial world is amazing. You're really blessed. And so are you. Yeah. Uh, any other thing? Okay. Yes, James. Ruth is asking, if you say we should live forever, what about heaven and hell? And why did Jesus die for us? To, to bring you out of hell into heaven. But heaven is, in, is inside of us and is up there as well. And so you're supposed to experience heaven on earth, not wait until you die to go to heaven because you might not go to heaven. So you're supposed to have it right here on earth. All right. Yeah, so you're supposed to have it here and not wait. A lot of people wait until they die to go to heaven. Instead of living it on earth. I am experiencing paradise right here on earth. Lots of challenges out here happening, but it's not bothering me on the inside. And it's so amazing to live that way. You can have paradise right here, right now, if you want it. Isn't that amazing? Why y'all looking crazy? Relax. So, just what I realized. I realized that we have been lied to. For a long time, we have been lied to by the children of the lie, and we have all fallen for it. We have absolutely fallen for it. And what I realize is that in their lies, is always connected to emotions. What you think and what you feel. And if you're not aware of that, you find yourself going with it and agreeing with the children of the lie. Whereas the children of God are not about mind and emotions. They're totally about logic. They're about what is right, not what they feel and not what they think. But we've been caught up in the world so much now. We've been, even the churches are acting and teaching the same thing that the children of the law are teaching. And it's so unfortunate. And I wrote down a few examples of how we have been lied to. Anybody else ever thought about this, how we've been lied to? Oh, good. Can you give me an example of something that you recognize is a lie? Well, I have a mentor of mine. He, he speaks similar to this. Uh, and I noticed more, using business, just more familiar with, he said uh, sensitivity equals poverty. And I, it always stuck with me, and it's so true. Like when people get emotional and they make these rash decisions, yeah. they want to blame everyone else, and they just stay stuck in their stupid ways rather than be like, you know what, who cares about all this nonsense? I'm going to do, you know, what I need to do to grow and be better. That's right. Uh, a, um, a son of God and a son of, and a daughter of God has no business being sensitive. That's not of God. That's of your father, the devil. So you're absolutely right. Uh, Cheryl, you have an example? Yeah. Um, oh, thank you. Um, you know, I was just listening to the radio, I think, not last week because I didn't come, but the week before, and, you know, I happen to, you know, going through the stations, you go through the religious station. 
And the man was like, we're going to have a something. We're going to have a breakthrough today or we're going to have a something today. Come to, you know. And I could just imagine these poor people, not poor people, but I mean, I can just imagine these people or like a woman having issues and things are on her mind and she thinks if I go up here and, you know, have this, whatever he was talking about. And I thought, why do you have to have a, because that happens all the time. So if you break through, then you have another breakthrough or you can have another <laughs> thing you have. I mean, it's like, Another There's got to be a point where you actually do break through. Yeah. And Absolutely. but it always always the same thing when they go to churches. We're going to have a breakthrough tonight. We're going to have a this tonight. We're going to have a that tonight. And they stay in the same they're still conflicted. It doesn't yeah. seem like they get any relief or any answer to their issue. Absolutely. I wouldn't go to a church that I'm not getting answers. Insight. I would not go to a church where someone just hoop and holler, read the Bible, took my money, and sent me home. It sounds like a ripoff. And then they get you all motivated because they start all the music, the loud noise, you lift up all the hands. And if you don't lift up hands, they're like wondering, why are you lifting up your hands here, you know? I wouldn't waste my time like that. It's a waste of time. It really is. We're supposed to fellowship and edify one another and correct one another. That's how we get to help. Anybody have another example of how we've been lied to? Right here. I love this. Wait until I, and all this is good, because we need to wake up. This is a spiritual battle. We need to wake up before it's too late. Yes. I was talking to a couple of friends of mine, and they're, you know, extremely nice and likable and we're talking about men and women, the dynamic, marriage, girlfriend, that stuff. And I mentioned uh, the spiritual order, and they were just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was no. like I said, let's get into sex trafficking, you know? Let's, let's do something awful, <laughs> you know? Like, they could not believe it. Yeah. And then Amazing. They told me what I think and what you think, because I would mentioned you before. And just out of, like, sheer luck, I pulled out my phone. And it says, like, you know, uploaded one hour ago. It says, how do you see women? And it was, like, less than three minutes. It was last week. And you said it perfectly. They're the same. They should be treated fairly. They should be told the truth. Yeah. They should be protected. You know, and it just went in one year and out the other. And one minute later, they're like, well, of course, you wouldn't believe that, Mark, you know, because you think they're, they're less valuable. You think they don't. They're under the man. And I was just thinking, it's so amazing how devout their beliefs are. Yes. You know, it made me think like, it really is true that the highest ideal someone holds in their mind is their God. It works in precisely that manner. Like, they don't even have a choice. Yep. They could listen to complete logic, and it doesn't matter. They, they are being driven by something. Yes. I don't, it's amazing that the world think that somehow or another, Christ taught to men in one way, and spoke to women in a different way. He spoke the truth to everybody because it's the truth that made you free. And now we have a, um, a world set up where you can speak to men one way, but not women. You have to tiptoe around women. Don't tell them the truth. I remember once I went to a, a meeting over in South Central Los Angeles, and there was this black female preacher there and she said some of the craziest things you ever want to hear, right? And I'm like, no, that's wrong. 
you have no idea what you're talking about. And, and there were guys there that wanted to beat me. They wanted to fight me. You told Hoppo to beat me. <laughs> All my life. Men ain't, oh, let me see. Girls ain't safe around men anymore. All my life I've been beat by men. <laughs> my daddy, who was that? My brothers up the line. My uncles. <laughs> but the guy, and these were Christian men. It was, at a, uh, it, was, it was at a church, by the way. And they wanted to fight me, and later they apologized for that. I'm like, why can't I tell this woman she's wrong? You don't talk to a woman like that. What? Isn't that amazing? But that is prevalent in the churches now, as it is out in the world. And it's a horrible mistake. Where's the love for the woman if I can't tell her the truth? Where's the love? That doesn't make sense. If women don't tell men the truth, where's the love? I understand the children of the lie doing that, but not children of God, of the truth. But you're absolutely right. You're not allowed to do that. But I do it anyway. <laughs> oh, um, Yes. I was talking to a lady yesterday, and I could see that she had, you know, she had some worries on her. And I, I was trying to explain to her that she did not need to worry, but she said she needed to worry because worrying to her meant love and concern. Amazing. And and she says she knows God, and I says, well, God doesn't want you to worry, but she said that worry was still an important thing that a woman has to have. That's another lie. That's not freedom. There's no peace in worrying. None. And really, we don't have to worry. It's an, you're in a fallen state if you worry. I wrote down a few here. And, um, um, and the reason I was thinking about this, I've been kind of thinking about it, but I went to D.C. this week, and I did a TV show with uh, Gavin McKinnis. You guys know who he is? He's fun. So make sure you check it out. It's, how can they get it? CRTV.com. Oh, yeah, CRTV.com. And it was really good. We had a fun time. It was a good interview. And he was naming some lies that we've been told. I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. We have been lied to. For an example, we have been lied to about slavery. Slavery has been over with 150 years ago or more. No slaves are alive that I'm aware of. And people are literally telling us that we are suffering due to slavery. That old white man beat us up so bad in slavery until it's lasted 150 years, going on 200 years. And people believe it. They literally, how do you believe something like that? None of us got beat by a master. Anybody got beat by your master this morning? My master didn't beat me. And I, but yet there are black people out there literally believing and thinking that they are not making it in life because of slavery. And you can't convince them unless they're ready to see the truth that they're wrong. That's a lie. And how come the Jews doing so well? Didn't they go through something like that, too? <laughs> and the Jews are like. Got buku money and living in a nice neighborhood, well educated, 
got families together. They went through the Holocaust thing. How come they're not, their generation down the road is not suffering from that? So it's a lie that slavery is impacted today. And I try to tell them, okay, so if it was slavery that's holding you back, why didn't we do so well under the Jim Crow law? We did very well under the Jim Crow law. Had families, they bought land. I mentioned to uh, Gavin that I had an aunt. She, you know, she got married. She and her husband bought Buku land under the Jim Crow. They had something like 15, 16, 17 kids. That many babies. And they all went to college. All of them. And the Jim Crow law was there. We couldn't live in certain places. You had for colors only sign. How come they were able to do so well under the Jim Crow law? Uh, laws if it was slavery holding us back. How many of you believe slavery impact is impacting the lives of black people? I should have asked it before I said it. Oh, okay, good. Thank you for your, you, you raised your hand too? Oh, uh, Dalla, you say you believe it? I was just kidding. Oh, I didn't think that an alt-right would believe that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you had your hand? Yes, good morning. You, good morning. It's your first time? Hold on, give me the mic. Hold on a minute. I, I believe whatever uh, you allow to hold you back does hold you back. And I think, unfortunately, now, not just black folks, but white folks believe that the black community is held back by this. And so Due it becomes slavery? a true impediment, the, the slavery of the past. Yeah, it becomes a true impediment because in our mind it's holding it's holding. Do you believe back. it? No. You don't believe that blacks are suffering due to slavery? No, because I have blacks friends who are successful and are the opposite of that model. Yeah. Isn't that amazing that someone is crazy enough to believe that? But it is held up mainly not by black folks, in my opinion. It's white folks who have this firm belief, even more so than black people. They just want to move on with life, in general, I think. But they're saying that because they want to control blacks. Right. That's why they're telling them that. Mm -hmm. Because if you can get a person to believe a lie, you can control them. So that's why they keep pushing that. Isn't that amazing? So do you correct the white folks who says? Who says uh, blacks are suffering? Do yes. yes, I tell them you're a racist. I tell them you're seeing this person as less than you. I tell them there's That's no reason right. a, a black man can't kick your butt, whether it be financially or any other way. No, you're wrong. That's you got to right. respect them and look, look at them as equals. In this is your first time here? Yeah, yeah I'm friends with Simon. So he, he oh, what's your this. first name? David. David, welcome. Thank yes. you for coming. Thank you. Okay. But thank you for standing up to that lie. Because after today, we all got to stand up against these lies. Because that's what's controlling us. You believe into a lie. A woman believed that a man loved her while he dated her and all he wants is sex. He can get the sex and he'll be done with her. I thought you loved me. I just said that because I knew that was what you wanted to hear. You can't believe in these lies. If a man wants sex with you, that means he doesn't love you. He's just looking for a drug dealer. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Uh, another lie, racism. Every, everybody and their mama used the word racism. Blacks are suffering because of racism. White people are racist. That's another lie. No such thing as racism. When I was in that fallen state, I believed that racism existed too. It wasn't until I came out and I saw that it's a spiritual battle. It's either right or wrong, good or evil. It had nothing to do with the color thing. It has nothing to do with male or female. It's either right or wrong. But what happens is 
you can have a white friend and a black friend, right? And if they have anger, the first time they disagree on an issue, they go into that unconscious state, and now you look like a white man disagreeing with me. And, and, and Satan is telling me, you are racist. And if I'm in that fallen state, I just believe that lie. And you can never prove, have you noticed that white people can never prove that they're not racist? <laughs> they have done everything we ask for, and then some. And they still can't prove, we gave them a black president. <laughs> and if anything, white people became, became more racist. It's like a wife trying to prove to her husband, I didn't cheat on you today. You can't prove that. Either he takes you at your word or he doesn't. But um, we have done everything that the folks have asked for. We, we integrated the schools. We integrated the neighborhoods. We got rid of Jim Crow laws. We let them move into projects and, and taking care of them. We let them into schools on affirmative action. They don't have to be smart. Just need to be black. <laughs> Isn't it true? Because the whites are trying to prove that racism doesn't exist. And they're like, okay, okay, okay. I've been living all my life, and I think I never would believe that America would have a black president. So if there's no racism, give us a black president. And the white folks foolishly said, okay, I give you a black president. And it got worse. The races were divided more so under the black president than any other time. Uh, one last thing. They even, I remember when I was growing up, and I used to hear the black people say, well, there's one thing that the white man won't give you. And I'm like, what? The white woman. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> remember that, Mary? You guys may be too young to remember that, but Mary and I remember. And so they went after the white man, well, you won't give us your woman. And so the white man said, okay, if I give you my white woman, would you believe I'm not a racist? They're like, yeah. <laughs> and they gave up the white woman. And it still got worse. <laughs> because you can't make angry people believe the truth. Never, as of this day, never, ever, 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 never, as long as you walk this earth, Never, 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 ever try to prove anything to anyone. You can't prove things to people. In relationships, in workships, in any kind of ship, slave ship, you can't prove anything. <laughs> they either have to believe you or not. Have you ever been in a relationship and tried to prove to your woman that you're not cheating anymore? Let's say she found out you cheat once. You're like, well, I'm so sorry. I would never do that again. I'm so sorry. Well, you got to prove it to me. Okay, I'll prove it to you. What do I have to do? Answer your cell phone every time I call. <laughs> Be home by 5.05. But I work downtown, and we live in Westwood. It takes more than five minutes. You got to be here. Or call me on the way. And then you call her on the way home, right? Uh, honey, I'm on the way home. Traffic, you late. <laughs> you're probably on the phone with her. <laughs> Isn't that true? I'm not making this up. It's so amazing. 
But you can't prove anything to anyone. Either you trust the person or you don't. You'll go nuts trying to prove. And that's why a lot of men become alcoholics and then they die. Because they try to prove it. And the more you try to prove it, the less they're going to believe it. Because they see that they have control over you. And that's what they have done to white people with this made-up word racism. They're trying to make white people prove it. And then after uh, the whites give them everything they want, they say it's systematic. <laughs> How do you prove systematic? <laughs> Institutional. And then they say it's in your mind. You know something? I'm telling you, it's a spiritual battle. It's a warfare between good and evil. Never try to prove anything. You can't prove anything. Yes, sir. Is that because it's, uh, you've talked about how it's hard to prove a negative. Yes. Right? It's hard to prove a lie. Anybody ever try to prove a lie to someone? No, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Please believe me. And the more you beg, the worse they get. You have? Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's like negotiating with terrorists. You see all the time the hostage negotiators. Like you don't need, there's no negotiating. It's like yeah. I, I love what Trump did with Kim. He's like, oh, we don't want to meet. Here's a letter. Sign it real big. You know, get out of here. That's so, right. Yeah. You can't prove it. You can't. Otherwise, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, honey. I would never cheat again. Okay. You gotta prove your love to me, and you go nuts, and she goes nuts because she's unhappy trying to make you prove it. Because she hates your weakness. Or the other way around. Either you believe it or you're not. So if you're in a relationship and you're trying to prove it and it's not working, get out. Because you're going to get sick and die. Really. Whether it's a man or the woman. You can't prove it. Either you believe it or you don't. Isn't that nice? This is battle between good and evil. Uh, real fast. I got to move a little faster. You got some, You got something for me today? Um... Let me show you something funny I did yesterday. I have a great life. So I'm at McDonald's window. I drove up to the window to get some coffee. And so as I'm getting the coffee, this young Hispanic guy, or Mexican, no more Hispanic. But he was, you know, taking my money. So I looked over to my right, and there was this old Asian woman and her husband getting out of the car, walking up to the door to go in, right? And so the Asian woman was like, they both like, looked like they're 90, right? Just how old they were. And, and the Asian woman was like, oh, walking fast. And all, you know, all the life and energy in her. And the old man was way behind her. He was like this. <laughs> and so I said to the young guy, look like he's about 19 or 20. I said, look, look at that, oh, look at that couple over there. You see that couple right there? He's like, yes. I said, see how the woman walking all fast and ahead of him? And look how the guy can barely make it. He's like, yes. I said, do you know why that is? He's like, no. Why? I said, because women suck life out of men. They kill them. And he like, crack up. He's like, <laughs> he like, I've never heard that before. <laughs> but you can tell she just sucked all the energy out of this man. <laughs> Uh, anybody ever seen that happen? That's why men die first. They ain't gonna kill me though. I'll kill you first. So, so no such thing as sexism 
homophobism. So now they're saying you can't even correct a wrong. You cannot correct homosexuality unless you are homophobic. Isn't that amazing? So children of God cannot have enough love for the person that's still stuck in sin to say, hey, here's a way out. God love you. Just stop being angry, repent, and you can be free. If they do, they call you a name, and then they try to fire you and stuff like that. Against the law. And a, yeah, against the law. A lot of people fall for it. Um, oh, I have some good one. Have you guys thought of any yet? And ladies, no? You have any? Example of a lie? Huh? No. no. All right. Oh, here's a good one. A woman has the right to abortion. Her body, her choice. That's a major lie. How many of you believe that lie, her body, her choice? Oh, good. Thank for the three artists one. Um, oh, in the back with the black arm. You believe that a woman has a right to abort, abort her baby? Is her body her choice? Yes. And why do you believe that? Because of what you said, it's her body, her choice. I can't hear you. Because of what you just said, her body, her choice. And you believe it is her body, her choice? <clears throat> Do I believe in what? Do you believe it's her body, her choice? Well, yes, because normally she's going to be the one uh, taking care of the baby. Amazing. So, yeah. Are you a Christian, right? Oh, please. <laughs> no, are you? That's <laughs> <laughs> where the rebel meet the road. <laughs> Well, no, I, I, I believe in it. You know, I've seen a lot of, you know, you know, young ladies, teenagers and everything, you know, getting pregnant and so forth. And, um, you know, some of them, you know, come, you know, forward like after they've had And you're a Christian believing this, right? Is this, is that Mary, a question to try to shut me up? <laughs> no, 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 no. We fellowship. Look, we last. Be honest. Uh, actually, you know this what? Is, I I've, want to I've bring all felt... this to you. Have a discussion about it. If you guys disagree, tell me you disagree. So you okay, are Christian, I, I right? I don't feel comfortable describing myself as a Christian. Oh, Lord, one of those. Okay, so that's my answer. <laughs> so why don't you feel comfortable? It's an honor. It's a blessing to be a Christian. <laughs> What's this, 20 questions? <laughs> uh, well, no, I just, um, you know, I just don't feel comfortable, you know, probably because of the people, you know, and everything. that. But God said that if you're ashamed of him, he's going to be ashamed of you when you talk to the father about uh, you. Well, actually, you know what? He'll be like, I don't was, know her. I'm ashamed of her. At some point her. in history I don't that feel people began calling, being called Christians. I don't think God, I have not read anywhere in the scriptures where God said you have to be called a Christian. Would you just say, no, you're not a Christian? Well, I said I do not feel comfortable uh, describing myself in that manner. So I don't usually say that. Are you an atheist? No. Well, why do you feel so proud to say no to an atheist? <laughs> because I knew I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you two guys believe that his her body, her choice. Did you raise your hand? Oh, you guys have a second choice now. Both of you raise your hand. No, 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 no we disagree. Oh, you, oh, you disagree? Oh, who will agree that is her? I thought I saw it right here. Thank you, sir. Oh, okay. Don't be scared. You believe it's her body, her choice? Yes, I just don't think it's my place to decide. She's carrying this life. Even if it's your baby? Yes, even if it's your baby, you believe you have nothing to say about it because it's, thank you, Mary. It's her body and her choice. Ultimately, it's her choice, but I have strong opinions if it's my baby, of course. I wouldn't want to abort my own child, no. But you believe 
It's her body, her choice. And if she's pregnant with your baby, she can make the decision. Yes, I don't think I can force her. I don't Why like, not? I don't like forcing another adult well, you to take do it something. to a different level. No one's there force. I'm just asking, do you believe it's her body, her choice? Yes. And why do you believe that? She's the one that physically for nine months is going to carry this life and bring it into this earth and go through that experience. I'm not. And how, how long have you been believing that? My whole life. Your whole life? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah, Cheryl. Are you a Christian? I forgot to ask. No. You're not a Christian. Are you an atheist? No. You know, but do you, let me have the mic back. So you're not a Christian. You're not an atheist, right? You I believe, believe in God? I, I believe in God. I grew up Catholic. Uh, so yes. Oh, a Catholic. No wonder. The Pope need to have his Pope card revoked. <laughs> He's letting all you guys down. <laughs> Amazing. You believe that, Cheryl? No. Oh, you don't believe it? I don't, I don't. This is what I, okay, this is what I believe. The choice is not when you're pregnant. It's a done deal. When you, when you get pregnant, it's done. You're, you're pregnant. That's today. right. Your choice is, do I want to have sex with this person? Do I want to? The choice should be made way before you get pregnant. Right. Because the choice is, you have a choice either to sleep with somebody or not to sleep with them. Yeah. If that person doesn't make a good husband, you either don't sleep with them or you be careful. You know, like, that's the choice. That's the choice. That is the, that's the crux. That's the choice. Because once you get pregnant, I mean, think about it. You know, like, every, all the women have rights, but what about the baby? The only way a baby can get here, so you're going to, like, like, kill the baby because the only way the baby can get here is to be in the mother's womb? That's just biology. Coming through the woman's womb today is like driving through the south side of Chicago at night. <laughs> Just saying. So you're, so you're, so you're going to penal- war zone. You're going penal- <laughs> to penalize the baby because that's the only way they can get here. And, that's kind of jacked up. It's I mean, not even logical. But let not, me take this young lady here because time is. Look at the time. It's amazing. I just want to say, like nine months is really not that long compared to how long you. the baby's life will be. Like once he's born or he or she is born, like eighteen years. You know, training up a kid and raising them is a lot more important than killing a baby. Like, if you can't hold a baby in your stomach for nine months and deal with them, then the problem is probably not the baby. It's probably the person. And you should really think about yeah. who you're having sex with. Because you are a man. You're supposed to Don't be able to fight for your rights. And that's your child, too. That's right. You know, that's a form of emasculation. And you shouldn't Beta. accept it. You shouldn't accept it. <laughs> It's, it's emasculation, and I don't like it, so I'm sorry, but I think you men should definitely fight for their children. Nine months is not a long time. It's your job to fight for your unborn child. Yes. Um, right there. Actually, um, recently, I, um, not like disconnected, but like it really angered me when one of my closest friends suddenly called me and she was like, oh, I'm pregnant. And I was like, well, that's great. I mean, you're 37. You know, this is wonderful. You said you finally found a wonderful guy. Uh, so that's amazing uh, to me. I mean, that was like wonderful news. And then she's, she proceeded to tell me, well, um, I'm looking at abortion clinics, and I want to know if you can help me. 
And it really angered me. Number one, yeah. that she felt like she could ask me to do something like that, knowing where I stand. And, uh, and, and two, it, it was really upsetting to me that I was like, but why don't you want to have this baby? And her answer was like, well, I'm not ready. I'm like, you're 37 years old. I'm telling you. Like, you your say you're in this fast. relationship. Like, where, you know, when are you not ready? Like, yeah. when it, you're never going to be ready. Like, if it came, then it's a blessing and you should just take it. And it struck me even more being that she was an adopted child and that her mom was a druggie. And um, when her parents, who are her parents, um, took her and her sister from, from her mom, um, they were literally on starvation and in such a terrible condition. So it angered me even more that coming from someone who rescued you and you have these wonderful parents that raised you and gave you a life that you probably would have never had with your mother. And now here you are in this position and suddenly you're taking away a life now. And she stopped talking to me. I was trying to reach out to her after, you know, she, she saw I started questioning why are you doing this? She stopped this? talking to you? She did. She completely Good. cut me out. And, That's um, great. Because I was trying to reach out to her before she went to do it. And right. I was like, well, let's talk. Yeah. Um, I, I thought maybe, you know, if we talk about it, I could somehow persuade her not to do it. And then she was like, well, my partner, her boyfriend, is, is um, it's okay. He actually wants me to do it because he's starting his uh, acting career. And he doesn't <laughs> think this is like... A good time for him. Amazing. I just couldn't believe how much of a wimp, you know, that this man was to to even say or mention something like that. Well, men don't love women. Men hate women. It was just such an angering experience for me, like to 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 see that happening and like no regard towards the life of the baby at all. That wasn't even mentioned. It was like his career, her goals, and. And nothing about this life matter yeah. at that Do you moment. believe is a woman's body her choice? No. Oh, take the mic for me. You don't no. believe that? Like, she was saying how it, the choice should be made before then. Like, yeah. who you're going to be with. You should be aware that who you're sleeping with and not to sleep with them and wait for marriage. I'm telling you. Can you imagine sleeping with a beta male? Now you're praying that he wants you to have an abortion? Yeah. Oh, I got to get my acting career together. And him just telling you, to like, wait, no, it's your choice. I'll be your like, choice. I got your acting, all right. So let me just, yes, sir. I think one thing people are confused about is that when you're in a relationship, it's to have a kid. It's That's, what? It's to have a kid. Yeah. Like, if you're in a relationship, you're preparing to have a family and then have a kid. So if you don't want a kid, you shouldn't be in a relationship. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Dylan. I know you agree with that. Um, first of all, it's not her body and it's not her choice. God said that our bodies are not our own. Our bodies are the temple of the Lord. And he dwells there. The kingdom of heaven is there. The Holy Spirit is there. It's just a house of the Lord. And we have no business committing murder in that house. Can you imagine what's going to happen to you committing murder in the house of the Lord and Satan told you is your body your choice? 
is another lie. It's another made up lie. Our bodies are not our own. Isn't that something? Yes, Alan. If we tried to ban all guns, people would find ways to get guns anyway. And yeah. it's the same with abortion. If we banned abortions, people would find horrible ways to get abortions anyway. Well, that's be, fine. That would be gross. If you want to do wrong, you have the right to kill yourself. You, you can do what you want because God is not going to impose on you. But that doesn't mean children of God should agree with it. Well, legally, we shouldn't, we shouldn't ban it. We shouldn't ban it, though. Yes, we should. But then people because would people do it. Because those people don't have self-control. But then people would do it in gross, dangerous ways. That's not true. Just That's like guns. That's a lie that was made up. They, they said the reason that they started this whole abortion thing was because so many women were going in the back alley and having abortion. That's a lie. They make up lies in order to get evil done. And they make it up, and they say it in a way... When you identify with it emotionally, then they got what they want. If you notice, they make up these words, and I have a few more, but they make up these words, and, and emotions are tied to all their words. Who's going to fight against your body, your choice? It looks like it's your body. <laughs> it looks as though it's your choice, but that's a lie. And so they make up these fancy words like slavery. Okay, the poor blacks are suffering because of slavery. Who can't identify with slavery, you know? It's a made-up lie. Another one, real fast here, women's, women's rights uh, laws. They have laws that are just made for women. That's dumb to me. That's not right. We have the Constitution, and all laws are supposed to protect and govern all people. You don't need a gay law, a black law, a woman's law, we're supposed to be under the same laws. But we, uh, we allowed that too to happen by falling for the lie that women were being oppressed, women were this and that. Women have never been oppressed. Women control men since Adam and Eve. <laughs> Isn't that right? Give it to my brother right here. Isn't that right? Women have been controlling men since Adam and Eve situation, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The moment Adam believed that lie from Eve, he lost. And we've been suffering ever since. We have been oppressed of anything. And you ever thought about that? Think about the women you date. Who end up oppressed? <laughs> Isn't that true? And that's another lie. And just because you weren't able to vote, that's not an oppression. You just get your vote. So work the law so everybody can vote if they want to vote. Another one is uh, all men are rapists. Did you know that all men are considered rapists, molesters, abusers of women? And it's so ingrained now that even the Christian men and women don't trust you together anymore. Because we believed into that lie. And that came from the children of the lie. And then they set you up. Let me show you how they set you up. So they changed the Boy Scouts to Girl Scouts. <laughs> so boys and girls can come together now. No more Boy Scouts, right? And I think the oldest age is uh, 17 or so. And the young is what? Eight, ten. Eight or ten. So they 
the children of the lie, oh, this is not right. The boys are learning more. They're doing more. We need to have girls in there, right? And which implied that men are smarter than girls. Boys are smarter than girls because they have the Girl Scouts and they're so smart. Why can't they do their own thing? But, uh, and so the, they've been pushing that and pushing that. And so the wheat beta male said, okay, come on in. It's no longer Boy Scouts. And now they're passing out condoms to the Boy Scouts. They're passing out condoms. And so they're setting these boys up because those little 18 years, I mean, 17, 16, and 15 going to want to have sex. And look like when you're giving them the condom, you're saying, yes, you can have sex. And so as soon as they have sex, the boys will become molesters and rapists and abusers. And they're going to go into the computer system and their lives are ruined forever. You see the setup in that? And boy, little boys like to pull ponytails. I remember when I was in the, what, third grade or whatever, playing around with girls at the park. You see a little girl you like, you go pull up on her hair and run away. And the moment they pull a little girl's hair, he is an abusive guy. Masculinity out of control. They go, they, uh-huh, toss it. Do you see the setup, though? Why else would they want to infiltrate the Boy Scout if it's not to destroy the boys? And we just let it happen because we're emotionally tied up with what they're saying. What were you about? Go ahead. Yeah, so I used to live in San Francisco, and I was having a conversation with some coworkers, and they were saying exactly that. All men are rapists. They're like, I get, I get uh, groped almost every single day. And I was, what? I said, are you serious? Like, how does this happen? <laughs> yeah, when I'm in the bus men get really close to me as they're walking past me and they're touching me with their shoulder or their arms and they're, they're like extending to like, you know, feel on me. And I, I was in awe. And then, you know, there was another coworker with us and she was told like, yeah, see, that's so wrong. They need to make bigger bus areas, like bigger bus spaces. And, oh, man. I it's insane. Th- this was but real, we believe thing. into that lie, though, because they emotionalize it. And they have this guy, Weinstein, whatever his name is. And so, like, they put him out there in front as an example of what's going to happen to men when they have sex with women. And now everybody's all scared. They're afraid to even disagree with it. They're afraid of everything. And because they use that as a way of controlling you, all men are not rapists. And then you believe into that lie, and you start seeing all men that rapists. Uh, or molesters, or homosexuals, or whatever. You believe that lie. Isn't that amazing? When I do counseling now, I just leave my door open. I feel like bringing a, a witness in there. But, but you can't take the risk because people have believed into this lie. Isn't this like good conversation right now? Are you guys thinking about this, ladies? We got to wake up. The children of the lie are setting us up to destroy us. They really are. I saw a hand somewhere. Who did I see? Oh, right here and then there. Well, I wanted to mention um, about people also accusing their husbands of being rapists. Um, the, the yes. Wives. Um, because uh, I, I think I mentioned, was it last week about a friend of mine that, who got divorced and married a, a man that was a uh, weak um, and she, be, um, as they were going through that transition where 
I guess like for like the last year and a half of their marriage, she would have, you know, sexual relationships with him, but she was like, but he's raping me. Oh. And I'm like, how is he raping you? Like, are you know, is he like taking you by, by force? Is he like being violent? Is you know? Um and she was like, Well, I don't wanna be with him anymore, but I still feel like I have to have sex with him. And I'm like, that is not rape and it's this whole idea of like that if you don't want to sleep with your husband but somehow you give in because that's your husband then that's considered rape nowadays you you know what you are mentally retarded (laughs) i'm going to call your husband and tell him he better get out of there while he can that's insane but that's what's going on because we don't have the light shining on the darkness i'm telling you that's what's going on. And even if you disagree with these women, they want you to not even question if they're right about it. You just have to believe it because they said it. If not, you are punished for that. Evil is having its way. We got to cut this out. We can't let, because this thing, when you get married, you have sons and daughters. They're going to be punished for doing the right thing, just being boys and just being girls. They're going to be punished because this thing would be worse. Um, I, I was telling my producer this morning, I was talking to someone on the phone yesterday, and they said that, you know, my son and his girlfriend was fighting out in the front yard, and the son is about 28, 29, 30, the girlfriend around the same age, and, and they were arguing and going on, and she hit his son, the, the man, right? And the guy was like, no, you can't do that. And she got angry and called the cops and told the cops that he had hit her. And so the cops put the handcuffs on him and was taking him to jail. He's like, I didn't hit her. She hit me. Like, no, 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 you're going to jail. I did not hear her because if the woman says it, then you can't defend yourself. He said, "Okay, if you don't believe me, go in there and look at the camera, look at the video. They looked at the video and they saw her hitting him. So they took the handcuffs off him and put them on her and took her to jail. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> That's like a beautiful story. <laughs> and now she, uh, she's so embarrassed she doesn't want to come around the family. Because <laughs> she got out of jail on bail. Isn't that an amazing story? And that's happened a lot. I, I have, have to go, I have gone to court to witness for men to be a witness of their character because the wife wanted to control and she would lie and say that the man was raping the kids and she didn't trust them around her, the man. Just lie. And then they go to court and they cry. They cry in front of the judge. And that's why you got to don't when somebody become emotional, just give them the finger or something. Don't pay any attention to it. It's all all lies. If I wasn't a preacher, I'd cuss right now. It's so evil. It's so wicked. And I want you guys to, and ladies to see this because it's going to affect all of you. It's not just going to affect certain people. It's going to affect all people. Because these people are evil. And they are all races, not just white folks or black folks. These are black and white, Hispanics and every kind of race because you have a truckload of folks on the side of evil and a truckload on the side of good. I'm working with someone right now, and everything I've said is the truth here. 
this person went out on a date. They went back home. They rode around in the bed. They didn't even have that. They just rode around. And they rode around. They had a fun. And in two days or so, the guy get a call from the police department saying that the girl said he raped her. Isn't that sad? And now he got to go through all this hell. And he's like, I didn't rape her. We didn't even have sex. But he accused him of raping. And he doesn't even know why at this point. He doesn't know if it's for the money or what the deal is. So this is not a game. Evil, uh, Satan promised God he's going to rob, steal, and kill. He came to destroy. He really did. I saw a hand real fast. Oh, yes, there and then here. I read a, a very interesting article from the news here saying that the um, not even cops are safe from uh, being sexually being right. accused and stuff. There was even one from Texas. A cop was falsely accused and falsely. In fact, he was on the. In fact, the announcer was on the radio, making false news that the cop was, had raped uh, a, a woman over a uh, traffic stop. Amazing. Which in turn, it's, at the end, the body cam showed completely otherwise. Yep. And yeah, it's and the, but unfortunately, even if it's not true or anything like that, the cop has still has a reputation of being a rapist, even though that's that right. They, because people even love he was to just simply lies. doing his job. Yep. They love to believe lies. You can tell a lie, the folks love it, and you prove that it was a lie. They still want to believe it wasn't. It's amazing. Yes, sir. Yeah, two quick points. I was going to make a point, too, about body cams. I was for them with the police officers because it has been proving them to be innocent in these cases where the citizens falsely accuse them, and I'm appreciating that. We also have body cams to prove that uh, it's called ultrasound, to prove that the baby has, you know, uh, different individual functions. DNA has proven that it's not your body. It's actually a separate human being in there. I don't even need a DNA to know that. I'm just saying science is even proving yeah. the pro-life. But you can't prove anything to children of the lie. Yeah. They don't want the truth. They want to yeah, destroy. It's someone else's body inside of yours. You don't have the right to kill somebody else's body, whether they're inside your body or outside. Yeah. It, it, Amazing. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I'll, I'll do mine real quick. And, and when you were talking, so the abortion thing, like you know, you talk about people having abortion in back alleys and all this other stuff. And you're right, before they were like, these people were dying in the back alley. But now we live in a society where if you get pregnant as a woman, it's okay. That's what you told us, that we can do whatever we want. So why, now why do you need abortions and why do you have to go to the back alley? That's right. They always make, so, so basically you just want to do what you want to do and then we'll make up a lie, it's your body, it's your choice. Yes. So you can do what you want to do. You can have the baby because you're independent and strong, and then if, but if you don't want the baby, it's your body, it's your choice. And what I noticed that they do, they make up all these stats, and the stats be lies. They, they exaggerate them, and they blow them out of proportion so that you can fall for the lie. We got to just use common sense. Because you can't believe anything about the children of the lie. They're not going to tell you the truth. As a matter of fact, we're supposed to be leading the way, not them. And we'll allow them to lead the way, set the example, and it's very destructive. I saw another quick hand somewhere. Yes, ma'am. 
real fast. Here. Well, you know why Planned Parenthood was created to begin with. Um, even the the woman creator of Planned Parenthood uh, was said to have said to have to help uh, women mostly of color, right? Um, so that they could go and and have and have the. Uh, I guess the flexibility of having a place where they could all go and, and have an abortion. And it was very popular amongst uh, women of color. And part of the plan really was just so that they could have less kids of color out there yeah. and that they could have more women just of color having abortions. Margaret Singer, tell James to come here for a minute. And, uh, and Margaret Singer really, started that because she wanted to get rid of the blacks. Yes. They were the underclass. Yes. And especially in the South, they were having a lot of babies at the mm-hmm. time. And she was trying to get rid of them. And that's why they started the whole abortion uh, issue. Uh, matter of fact, 70% of Planned Parenthood abortion mills are in the urban areas. Yes, and, and they're killing black babies and Hispanic babies like Natty going North. So that's why I was there. My last one, um, there's this other thing that people are suffering about because we're falling for the lie, is that you should have sex, or you can live together without being married. You can have sex. They've been pushing sex to little children and everything. And now uh, the, the young people are getting in trouble for having sex because they're making babies, they're going to jail, all kinds of things are happening. And a lot of Christians have fallen for it. I literally know Christian parents who are allowing their sons and daughters to live in their house, their homes, unmarried, having sex, and carrying on. Beforehand, Christians knew not to do that. But now they're doing it. They're falling for that lie. All in the name of Jesus. What's wrong with you guys? Isn't it like sad? How could a Christian, I wouldn't have thought about when I started dating, and I, I would never have even occurred to me and to take my girlfriend home and say, oh, mama, we stand. she's here to stay overnight. My grandmother would have whooped me right in front of her. What's wrong with you, boy? But that's happening now, too. And so the point is, the lie has not only affected us individually, but it has gone into the churches. And the churches are no different than the children of the lie. No difference. Yes, uh, Dallar. I just feel like there would be nobody to take care of lots of these babies, and it's impractical. All these babies would be born into terrible circumstances, and, uh, you know, it would be a mess. Put down the Kool-Aid. Stop listening to the children of the lie. Well, they're parents that want to abort these babies. You really think they'd be good parents? Obviously, they wouldn't be. They want to abort But that's not a reason to kill the child. Yeah, we'll put it up for adoption or something. But anyway, let's do it right. If we do it right, it'll turn out right. We can no longer. I saw one last thing. Anybody on there want to respond to this? A lot of people did. Oh, it's too late. Oh, well, you should have got my attention. I did. You're fired. I've been raising my hand like three times. Oh, you have to be a little more aggressive. You did it like this. Said to me, okay, James, you want to do it? Oh, I and then forgot. You said, oh, let me do this first. I take responsibility. Um, what I wanted to say. Anyway, we got to wake up and speak up. We really, really do. We got to speak up. 
if we represent true, we have to be as bold as the children of the lie. And what they have done, though, they have put fear in you by saying, if you disagree, you're going to lose your job, you're going to lose this or that. And so you've fallen for the fear. And if you believe in God, perfect love casts out fear. And so I'm not saying walk out of here, go crazy, do crazy things, but don't let them intimidate you with fear. And that's how they control you. That's why they put examples out there in front of our faces so that we can see what happens if we stood up or if we disagree with them. And so you're like, oh, I don't want to lose my job or I don't want to do this or that. And so you don't speak up because you don't have that faith in God. You've not been born again. You don't see that it's a clearly a warfare between good and evil, right versus wrong. And the children of the lie are doing what they're supposed to do, destroy good. And we're supposed to, supposed to destroy evil. I was, looking, I was flipping through the TV show channel yesterday, and there's a show on called Liberty something, Freedom of Speech or something. It's a liberal network. And so they were interviewing some of the women who say that they were one black woman who said that she was raped by Bill Cosby and then two white women who said that they were raped by this other guy, Weinstein. And then they, they show some type of award show or speaker thing that they had for the women. And those women, one woman, a white woman and a black woman was on the stage speaking. And they, this one white woman was, and I'm going to try to find that, that video so I can show it to you. And there was a whole bunch of people in this big auditorium like saying it. I just happened to get there. And she was saying that Weinstein is getting what he deserved. Finally, we can be believed men raping us. Uh, men of authority. And not just men of authority. Even you men out here in this audience right now. We know you're a rapist. We know and we're coming for you. And the men are sitting there looking, oh, God. I mean, she was like filled with anger and hell and hate men. And they were sitting there taking it. She was like, all men are rapists. And now that we got Weinstein, we're coming for y'all. We know who you are. And you know the key word that they use to get us to fall for it? Well, not me, but most of you to fall for it. Men of authority, men of power or something. And so you hear the word men of power, you say, oh, this poor helpless woman. She is have to deal with a man of power. That's not true. That's a lie. A grown woman does not have to have sex with somebody at work if she doesn't want to. Women control men. Men do not control women. And those women who have had sex with these men, they had an agenda. Either they wanted to build their careers or something. They had a, the man had one and they had one. And they came together to fulfill that agenda. And now they're turning on the man. That's all happening. And I'm not saying rape don't happen. But I'm saying that these grown women at work are not afraid of a, a man of power. Believe me, they're not. But we got to stop falling for the lie. We know how men and women operate. We know women don't even like women. They'll say, I don't want a woman boss. I want a man boss. Because we understand each other. We know. Let's stop pretending that we don't know. And let's be honest and fair and fight back with good. 
We got to. We are losing badly. And they're going after the Boy Scouts now, setting them up to screw up their lives. And these parents allow their sons and daughters to be used because they're afraid to stand up. Did I see your hand? Oh, yours. Uh, I see your hand. Let me get three in. Okay. Uh, Tim says, something I recognize as a lie is everything except for right now. Right. That's a good one. Satan gave us this lie that there is a future and there is a past. It doesn't exist. For example, I mentioned that, let's say I'm married and I cheated. And my wife happened to find out because I'm not going to tell her. I'm not one of those beta males that run home and tell your wife I cheated. But she find out. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I would never do it again. And the moment I apologize, nothing else exists now but this brand new star in this moment. And so I don't have to prove myself. Either you believe it or you don't. And then if you don't be, if you're not angry at me and you love what's right, believe me, you will find out if I'm still cheating. And then once you find out, you can walk away from that situation, not hurt by it at all. Because you did the right thing. You trusted, you didn't hate, you didn't blame. And God is with you and he's in this very moment with you. And you're able to just live this moment and wait and see. Because if he cheated and he's not sorry about cheating, he will do it again. And you will find out. So that's how we live. In the presence of God here and now. No word about yesterday. It doesn't exist. It's only an illusion. All right. They just help. Oh, you have another one. Joseph says sin is okay. That's a lie. That's a lie, too. How I don't even understand how you God said don't sin. Come unto me and I'll wipe away all your sins. Matter of fact, he forgets about all your sins. Do you know that the moment you truly repent, you're sorry for what you did? It exists nowhere else at all except in your mind. And Satan is the one that convinced you of that. And he makes you feel guilty about something that doesn't even exist anymore. Because God knows your heart. And if you're sorry about it, he's done with it. You can move on. But you got Christians who are pushing sin. We all sin. But then you're not a child of God. If you sin, it's just reality because all who sin are slaves. Have you ever anybody ever sinned? <laughs> just one, two people and three. Can I get four? Come on. Come on, Mary. Don't lie. All right. Have you noticed that you are a slave to that sin? It control you. You say, I'm never going to do this again. And you find yourself doing it again. And you're like, wow, why did I do that? I can't believe I did that. You're a slave to it. That's why God doesn't want you to do it, because you're a slave to it. He wants you to be free. You're not supposed to be sinning as a son or daughter of God. That's another lie been made up by the Christians, the ones who have not found God yet. Um, last word. Did you have your hand? Oh, James, you had three. Yeah. Okay, let me do James before you yell at me. Jay has a question for Jesse. I have failed in many things, even more so when I was a super religious Christian. Now that I forgave my parents in person recently, how can one change his past reputation? You can't. You just start living now because there is no past reputation. Uh, reputation. Reper, tell me again. Reputation. Reputation. It's only in the minds of people who have hatred in their hearts. It's not in God's mind, 
and it's not in yours if you don't hold on to it. Don't ever try to prove that you're not doing that anymore. All right? That's the worst thing you can do. Because people are evil in that fallen state. And it doesn't matter what you do, they still got to remember what you did in the past, not look at themselves. So don't, don't even try it. God is okay with it. You be okay with it and move forward. Because if you try to prove it, you're going to end up doing it again because, because you're going to become frustrated trying to prove it. And then they'll say, see, I told you. So don't ever do that, Jay. Move forward with your life. And don't listen to those thoughts. All right? This helped. This was fun, huh? Oh, this young lady had one last thing. We way over time. Yes, ma'am. Yes, okay, so if I have done something that, <clears throat> that's not to my satisfaction, and um, so what happened was I started doing the silent prayer, and I fell off the bandwagon, but then I got back on, and right. now I'm just waking up automatically doing it, and I know anything that I'm concerned about, of you know, maybe something that I didn't do to my satisfaction, uh, that anxiety is gone. Yes. Yeah. So, it's so like if you and a lot of people do that, they start praying and do the silent prayer and then they feel better and they stop. And now Satan said, oh, it's over. Forget it. And they believe that lie and they don't go back. But once you realize, hey, I need to go back, just go back. And that's all it is. That's all it's important. And things are, God love you. and He'll just take over and take you on because he know we're silly and we're going to do stupid stuff. So he understands that. And you're right. You're back on it. And stay with the prayer because what's going to happen, he's going to renew your mind, too. And the way your mind is now will change automatically and you will have a solid mind, not a mind that's here and there and up and down. But it'll be consistent. It'll be solid. It's so amazing. He will change your mind. He will renew it the way it was before you were traumatized. Yeah. Stay with the prayer. Okay. All right. Um, Announcements. Did I answer all your questions? Yeah. What else? We have flyers for the men's conference. Oh, okay. June 16th. Oh, no, make the announcement real fast. Saturday, June 16th, Bond is hosting our annual men's conference, ninth annual event, uh, open to all men uh, and boys 13 and up. Comedy, great speakers, entertainment, food. You don't want to miss it. So yeah. And if you're not able to make it, be sure to sponsor someone or advertise or donate to help us get this done. And I want to say, if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, this is going to be the best one because I got stuff to tell the guys that we may have to turn the cameras off. We, we normally record it, but this stuff is so personal that we might not want it out there in the world. So we're really going to get down and deal with real stuff so these guys can get past this stuff and become alpha males again instead of beta males. So you don't want to miss this one, all right? It's going to be amazing. So ladies, if you have husbands and boyfriends and nephews and cousins, make sure you invite them to come. All right? Okay. And don't forget to donate. We need your support. Uh, we will be doing the radio show tomorrow, not on Newsmax, but just a regular radio tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. The office is closed tomorrow because of Memorial Day weekend. Uh, what else? We have perfect counseling. Anything else? All right. Thank you for tuning in and thank you all for coming. I do appreciate it. Mm.
That was fun.